Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Oh, this is one of my very favorite topics because it wraps around a really cool story with my hubby. And so I'm going to dive in totally story time uh, today on the podcast and hopefully you'll be able to grab some goodness from it as well. So the title is raise your frequency. So the story dates back almost exactly a year ago. It was uh, the planning of my 40th birthday. Now, usually I'm all about big parties and lots of fun. And I just started to picture a bunch of people getting together. It was, you know, still a bit during, you know, some restrictions and that, you know, around our area. And I just started to picture just I don't know, just, it didn't seem as fun as I thought it would at that, you know, that I thought maybe in the past it would have been. And so I was kind of wrestling around with the idea of like, so what should we do for my, for my birthday? 40 is kind of a big deal. And, and I actually had earned a trip. Um, I had earned a trip through doTERRA to go to Hawaii. And so it happened to land right over my birthday. And I thought, well, that's, you know, celebration enough, right? So as we were planning and, you know, trying to figure out all the logistics and all of that, it actually got rescheduled. (laughs) So now here I am, had one a trip, gets rescheduled, and I really don't want to have a party. And Preston and I are just kind of chatting, like, what should we do? And he's like, well, you know, if I was planning a trip for my birthday, he's like, I would totally go hiking. I was like, well, let's do that. And I think I shocked him a little bit because it's not usually my thing in the past. I would have totally chosen something like, you know, lay on a beach somewhere. Right. I mean, just like, let's go relax. And, but one of the things I realized in the last few years is that my very favorite vacations have included adventure, even more so than a cocktail at the pool with a book. Although that sounds really fantastic right about now, as I'm recording this in January, but. I thought this would be really neat to do hiking and just have an adventure and have stories and so many more memories than this, you know, again, a pool at a hotel, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so we decided to go to Sedona. Now, a little bit, a part of that story was also that his grandma, who's 90, I think at the time, 91 years old, um, she lived in Phoenix. And so part of it was that we would actually get to be able to see her and it was her last year living in, in her, uh, winter home in, in Phoenix. So we got to say goodbye to that house. We'd been there several times and got to say goodbye to his grand, you know, or not goodbye to his grandma. She's still alive. <laughs> we got to say hello with his grandma and, you know, hang out with her and she made us dinner and all that fun stuff and got to stay with her a little bit, but we went to Sedona and spent um, a lot of time hiking and eating. Like those were our two like complete priorities. Uh, while we were there, we found amazing restaurants and the most insane 
awesome hiking. So if you have been to Sedona, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You could probably name some of uh, the different uh, hikes. And we did a lot of the, um, I guess, quote unquote, trendy um, hiking. So we were covered in like red dust and, um, you know, dirty as all can be, but we had a complete blast. So on one of the nights, or sorry, one of the days, actually, we climbed up a spot and um, we climbed up uh, one of the um, spots and Preston could totally remember what he should be doing this podcast with me, but I digress. Um, <laughs> he would remember the hike, but I just remember going up on this hike, getting up there. I'm pretty sure it was Belle. Um, and we were just getting on the trail and a gentleman, an older gentleman had stopped us and he handed us each a carved rock, a red rock that was carved into a heart. Now it was really cool. He kind of gave us some like little hippie dippy kind of words and uh, handed us this heart and just said to spread some love. And he loves to be able to, you know, spread love to everybody that he, he passes. And so he gave us these hearts and, you know, along we went, we went and put it in our bag and thought, well, this is a pretty cool souvenir, like neat, right? get it from someone has a little bit of interesting story. And so we get up on the, um, up on the top where quite a few people are sitting. It's a real popular destination. And we hear people talking about the flute guy. And we kind of put two and two together that the flute guy is also the heart rock guy. And every single day he climbs this spot and sits up in the same spot on top of this little, um, you know, hiking path, I guess, mountain, right? Maybe. Yeah. Anyways, sits on this little spot and he plays the flute. Really interesting. So we hear this being talked about and we're like, oh, cool. Like we got to meet him and, you know, how random he was walking on his way out and, you know, didn't get to hear the flute, but, you know, got to hear about him and just kind of a coincidence. So we went on, you know, with the rest of our trip and, um, just, you know, kind of talked about it here and there and just kind of the idea of just, you know, spreading love. And I'm like, maybe that was just like the message we were supposed to be getting here on this trip. And I was really in, you know, it's my birthday, my 40th, and I'm just like soaking in everything possible. We spent a lot of time in prayer and Bible study, and we were both reading some interesting books and, uh, just some cool, cool stuff happening in our life at that time. So now a couple of days had passed and, I think this happened to be our very last hike that we were um, headed out on. So we're um, going out on, you know, like I said, I think it was like our last hike. We had already done one for the day and this was going to be like a little sunset kind of, let's just do a quick um, more steps, get some more steps in that day. Uh, We did not. Yeah, we, yeah, it was a crazy, so much hiking anyways. So we go out on this hike and we're, we're about to like go around this little, um, hill and, uh, Preston's like, which side, which way do you want to go? And we're like, let's go to the left. So we start walking we go to the left and all of a sudden we hear someone kind of humming and whistling. And we hadn't seen anyone on this whole entire path. It was kind of off, you know, off the beaten path. Um, there weren't any really cars there where we had parked And it wasn't even the spot that we were going to go. We were actually trying to go to another spot, couldn't figure it out, kind of blah, blah, blah. So anyways, we're walking, we hear this whistling and we look over and Preston's like, 
babe, it's, it's the rock guy. It's the flute guy. He's here walking right on the same path as us on a totally different hiking trail. And so we waited for him and he came up, you know, and, and, and started talking with us and we shared with him that he had, you know, we could see that he was actually like digging in his pockets to try to find a rock to give us. And we're like, oh, actually a few days ago, you gave us a rock and we're just so excited to meet you. So we start talking and he starts telling us, um, just about himself. And I was total jerk. I'll just like admit it. But when I met him the first time I was like, oh, he's probably like kind of drugged out, like kind of an, you know, just hippie, whatever. And, um, turns out he tells us he's been sober for all of these years and shared with us about his, you know, uh, a relative that wasn't and how sad it was. And just like, we got to hear about all these really, really cool stories, um, that he shared. And one of them though, was that he actually carves rocks like all day long. That's like his goal. He like carves these rocks and he, um, makes sure he has enough in his pockets that he can, um, hand them out to as many people as possible. So if he doesn't have enough rocks carved, uh, for the day, uh, then he actually doesn't go out for a hike. He just like wants to make sure that he has enough that he gets to give them to everybody. And so the reason we saw him on the hike that we were on versus um, where he would usually go is because he knew he would run into less people and he hadn't carved enough hearts that day. So I just thought that was such an interesting part of the story. It was just like absolutely meant to be that here we are on a like kind of uncommon hill. He still wanted to get his hike in for the day. I just love it. And, um, and we got to chat with him. And so we just started chatting about a ton of different stuff. Uh, one of the things that he brought up was um, the frequency of the flute that he plays that is actually the frequency of the earth. And it was such an interesting way in that he shared that instruments are actually tuned differently and that he um, he was just all into this. And I just loved it as he started talking about frequency. And right then and there, it just so happened that we looked up and there was a 5G cell tower like in the distance, here we are right in Sedona, right? And it's like covered up to look like a fake tree. I don't know if you guys have seen those or not, but it's just ugh, maddening. And um, I mean, thanks for trying to make it look pretty, but it's it's disastrous. And so I said, I said to him in kind of a frustration, I was like, ugh. And then of course, you know, we've got these 5G towers, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know what? He's like, I don't get angry. I just send it love. I'm like, okay. I already thought I learned enough from you, dude. Like all the different, you know, I would say like kind of God winks, you know, here we are coincidence. I'll say too. Um, but here you are just to like, really, really send this, send it, send it love. Right. And that's exactly what I need in that moment. It was so easy to get frustrated. Like we'd see hikers that were by themselves wearing a mask. <laughs> what? Or we see this 5G tower and it was so easy. Here we are in the most beautiful land ever, but still finding ourselves, you know, different in, in different frustrations. And obviously his frequency, he kept his vibe completely high himself and just wanted to show people love and send things love that so could easily make him angry. So I'm all about keeping this high frequency. And a few months later, Preston and I, and that's like, I can say that could be the end of the story, but I just have to share this last part. So Preston and I have been really having this nudge 
for a few years now to put on some sort of marriage uh, retreat or marriage event or potentially get certified in um, a couple of different certifications. We've looked into that because we do get asked a lot about marriage and it's because we've been really, really open about what's, um, you know, gone on in our own marriage and been open to hear about other people and what is going on with them. And we get asked a lot, like, please share your story more and, you know, teach us your ways a little bit. Now <laughs> it kind of makes me laugh because we are a work in progress always. Um, but I do know that it's a need and I do, um, I want to feel the need. I think it'd be really awesome and be something really cool for Preston and I to do together. And so actually last year after this, we had made a decision to put on a retreat and it was like, every door was closed. Like every, everything that we wanted to do with it. And we kind of put it out there. We got some inquiries, no, no complete bites. And we're like, okay, are we kind of putting the cart before the horse? And we just completely set it aside not to pick it up again yet. So if you are someone that prays and, um, this would be maybe on your heart, we would love it. Um, we're just looking for direction and that maybe it would be something that we would do. Now I say this and I didn't even like connect it yet for you. You're probably like, Tina, what is going on? Um, after this trip is when we really started to get more and more downloads, uh, from, and actually on the trip. And it was downloads about this marriage retreat. And we decided that we wanted to name the retreat frequency. And so when it does come out at some point, it will absolutely be called frequency retreats. And so we're in a waiting. We're just like, okay, God, use us how you like. Um, we feel like we've been had these, you know, messages downloaded, you know, while we were hiking, you know, throughout our life, not just on this one trip and confirmation of it throughout that time. So, um, I hope that this really connects with you like it did me. Um, and hopefully you are working on finding ways to send love and connect, uh, with people and things in a loving manner and not being frustrated. Like I was, I hope that this can connect with you. I hope you guys have a great day. We will absolutely hear from you or you'll hear from me. Yeah, I hope I hear from you, um, but you will hear from me again tomorrow for episode 61 of the podcast.